Well, hello, and moving right along with the summer sessions of The Person of Interest with me, Natalie Jones. Hello. We got Andy Grammer today. Now, Andy Grammer is a huge friend of Q102s. He's been with us for a very long time. We love him. He loves us. Cincinnati loves him. Before he played a sold-out show here recently, I got to go have a minute with him in his green room, and we just got to chat. Now, because I've interviewed him so much about his music already, I really wanted to get deep. If you didn't know, Andy Grammer has a podcast that stopped because of COVID, but it has many, many episodes y'all need to get into. And he's frequently a guest on other people's podcasts, especially those who are intrigued with going deep into the mind and mental health and high performance. And so I wanted to tap into that a little bit. And here's what you got. Here's a different side of Andy Grammer for us here at Q102. And I had a really great time. And just know his new album, The Out of Joy, is out. He is on tour for that album right now. Follow him on Instagram and TikTok. He's at Andy Grammer, just simply A-N-D-Y-G-R-A-M-M-E-R. And he's phenomenal. He's a great guy. And I hope you enjoy our conversation. Yeah, word. I really like wearing clothes with words on it. Lately. Really? Yeah. Lately? Is that a new thing? It is. Like, in my shows, you'll see I have my favorite words on my on all my clothes, on my, on my jacket Oh, yeah. I saw the one with, like, intuition. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Integrity. Things that I'm, like, aspiring to be. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I'm in that zone. Yeah. I know. Have you always been in this zone? A little bit. Well, it seems like, it seems like, making like, uh, you always have been a little bit, but the art of joy has a different pep in its step. It does. And it's, you seem to be more... Owning your emotions more and more forward about it? Yes. Does that make you feel uncomfortable or was it at first? I think that... I think it's very courageous. And I, I love it. I think it's the only move mm-hmm. in 2022. I don't think there's any... I think that's the move because that's what you should do anyway. Like we should all be aspiring to be our most authentic self. Mm-hmm. Right? But I also think that playing whatever game there used to be is, doesn't work as much. Oh, what do you mean? So like, used to be? like the big, like I don't think there'll be someone who's as big as Michael Jackson ever again. You don't, you don't think that Justin Bieber's already as big as him, or no, because I think that there's too many outlets for people to con- connect. Uh, well, well, I guess he was, and he was groundbreaking at the time. And what, uh, what more grounds can we? I make? just mean when you only have, so you have three TV stations. Yeah. Then you can hit everyone. Mm-hmm. And now I don't think you can hit everyone. Yeah, true. So what that does is it makes hopefully artists go like, there's no way to hit everyone. Mm-hmm. Why would I play to everyone? That's what we should have been doing anyway. Yeah. Let's just play a thousand percent to the people that are into what I do. Do you find freedom in that? So much. Yeah? Oh, it's awesome. Like, does it Sincerely. Mike Mike drop some of the fucks. Just yes, like, yes. You ah. just kind of like let go a little bit of like, oh man, I don't know where. It, it's like disorienting and and freeing at the same time. I can, I can. I mean, you don't. I think it's really great. You don't get overwhelmed by trying to reach even more people because you have more access. Well, I think that you can have play. a niche that's huge. Mm-hmm. Like your little like niche can be like massive at this point. You know, when you were starting off, or when you were dreaming and manifesting. Because you do that a lot. Sure. Yeah. Did you think it would be anything like it is now? Is this comparable to what you were thinking? Yeah. I grew up with a dad and mom who, they did uh, children's music. And, and they made it work. Like mm-hmm. they, they, he like fed our family and it was great. And we were middle class with him going out and touring and performing kids music. Oh, so okay. I kind of like watched what it actually was, which is, these little moments of like high euphoria, 
where you're doing something so beautiful. I've never been to a kids show, but mm-hmm. it's, at its height, it is awesome. I just went with my little girls in Los Angeles, and it was an amazing spectacle. Same thing, like openers. There's like better ones. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, a whole yeah. system. And then when they connect with your two-year-old and they're losing their mind, yeah. or they're like really taking in some sort of sweet message, it's the best. Yeah. And then that's like ten percent of it, and ninety mm-hmm. percent of it is just like you know work, ah. doing your work. Comedy, I'm sure, is very similar, which is like. You're writing, you're writing, you're writing, you're bombing, you're bombing, you're bombing. <laughs> and then Which like, one works? Which this one is working. Right? Holy crap, it's unbelievable. Or the best is when it doesn't work when you're on the radio and you, and then it's like silence, like the people you're talking to live on air and it doesn't work. Totally. And then you're like, oh, all right, well, uh, well let's keep on going with that one. Here we and go. then you take the mic off and then, they, then, then you're. People t- critique you right there in real time, and you're oh, like, nice. "Okay, all right. so much. you know what? All right, appreciate Thank you very it." Much. No, but talking about kids, I've only done one time. I um, host hockey games here locally. Oh, really? And it's the best fucking job in the world, by awesome. the way. And they do kids shows. That's um, I did one kids show this year. Like on was, ice? Um, well, no, it was like they come and do a bunch of like science experiments during hockey games, and okay. you like talk to the kids the whole time. And it was like the best experience of my life. The best. It was absolutely awesome. Yeah. It was, yeah, I felt, I was like, this is what I should be doing. This is what I should be doing. Oh, my God. All the time. So do you feel now a responsibility to always be encouraging and always be uplifting? No. um, Not anymore. The pandemic destroyed me. I thought I was going to be that guy, and I got completely rocked. Um, All the way down to the core of, like, oh, I'm depressed. Oh yeah. Ooh, can you can you tell me one of your like lowest moments that you're comfortable sharing? Sure. I was um, uh, in my office, like, with, like, when I get depressed, I go towards like addictive stuff. Like, I take oh, yeah, sugar too, too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like a whole vape season that I'm so you embarrassed vaped? about. <laughs> so embarrassed about. Uh, I got really that, that, That's me like spinning out. Yeah. That's me like, oh my god, I'm in. Th- uh, all the shows are done. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Like, not understanding why the silence was so hard for me. Um, and so then there's just, like, a lot of self-work that had to be done around mm-hmm. figuring out. That's why joy is such an interesting, the art of joy is so interesting. Because I really was digging into joy. I'm someone that loves to be happy and uplifting. And so the word joy, my favorite definition is gladness not based on circumstance. Right? Where did you Which find is, the definition? That's isn't that great? Beautiful. Yeah. So real, what that means is, like, <clears throat> you shouldn't have to have tours that are going great. You shouldn't, it has to come from you. Mm-hmm. And that sent me down, instead of like running out into the world to find it, you need to go like turn it around and go back inside. I so know. that's what two years of quarantine did for me. Wow. And it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you talk about it so openly too. It was not it's really super great. fun. It was very hard and weird, but I think it was good. Did you, in the art of joy, was joy the, what was the first song you wrote? Um... That made the list, at least. Yes, there were there were many, and it happened over a long period of time. Let's see. Damn, it feels good to be me is probably the first one, mm-hmm. which is this balance of I think the the two that go together are damn, it feels good to be me, which is like you aggressively feel comfortable with who you are, mm-hmm. and then love myself, which is like I feel like a piece of shit and I don't know why. Those are like <laughs> both. Those are like two sides of the same coin. When it comes to self-worth, that it's they seem so to be true. like, it depends on what day it is. You know, depends on the hour. Who knows? It's so true. I read recently, um, or like heard on a podcast or whatever, that, you know, that your pain 
is like you're so much closer to it, mm-hmm. so much closer to it. So you feel it deeper and it's with you longer. And so your love is, but that's also like rooted in love. Yeah. Right? So you feel the pain deeper. So when you're sprung out of it, like that's why you feel it. I don't know. It's just like scientific, like neurochemistry or whatever. Oh, interesting. You, you feel your feel pain deeper than you feel your love? Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel your joy. Yeah. And so why it's always, ugh. Right we have, um, I don't know, there was a, a song called Wish You Pain, which we did at radio that did not work. Mm. <laughs> Wish You Pain? Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of my favorites. And people yeah. come, usually once a show, there's someone that comes with it tattooed on their arm. Really? So the idea so of wish you that... pain is that um, it's off this quote, strange it is that I love you and still I'm happy that you have sorrow because these are the things that make you grow. Hmm. Like without pain, you don't have to turn into something bigger or greater. Same thing with the gym. I, I feel like in general, life could just be summed up with the metaphor of going to the gym, purposely working out and coming out stronger. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we're all here to do. Right. So in, a, in our meet and greets, uh, we would, uh, I'd share my deepest pain at that point, which was my, I lost my mom when I was 25. Yeah. And, uh, and that gave me like an empathy to others that I just didn't have. Because I was kind of a happy puppy. Mm-hmm. Like things can kind of came easy. Yeah. Good enough at sports in high school. And like I, there's not a lot of like things that are, There's like not that much wrong here. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? So when someone would be sad or you see like, I remember there was like a goth girl in high school that I just like couldn't crack with my charm. Yeah. Right? I'm like, come on. <laughs> No, and I couldn't understand it. Like I had no concept of why you, uh, why someone would be sad. And then I lost my mom. I'm like, oh, whoa. Yeah. People are feeling this all day, every in every lot, like different ways and stuff. And so that gave me empathy in a way that was really important if you're going to be the guy that goes and sings uplifting songs. Yeah. If you don't have that, you're so annoying. Did you like always want to be a motivational speaker but I had no idea what to talk about because you were like, everything's been pretty dope everything's, Why don't we just like smile more? So... This is great, yeah. Um, and so then I got to hear everybody's pain because we did it, there was like 100 people each night of sharing. This is my deepest pain, this is what it turned me into. And that doing that for two months was like so Wait, powerful. where did you do that? On my, on my naive tour. Oh, wow. Yeah. What would your answer be? You found your deep worth. Yes. Yes. Which, you know, is still a process every single day. Oh my God, this is what we're doing here. Right? We're trying. My God. So did you just get into therapy during quarantine yeah. and you realized, wow. Yeah. And are you going to continue forever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? You live in LA. You should. Esalon is really magical. So I hear. Esalon? Uh-huh. Who's that? Um, it's on Big Sur. It's a whole like holistic oh, cool. retreat. Great. center or whatnot, you know, I've always wanted to go. I think it's, it's just super, super important to create space. Like the way that I just won't just write songs. I mm-hmm. have to like set it in my calendar to go write a song. Really? Yeah. And I think that that's very similar for your mental health. Yeah, you have to create sure. time in your, put it in your priority list that like this has to happen so that I stay healthy in this way. Yeah. yeah. Well, how have your daughters changed? By the way, happy Father's Day coming up this Sunday. Thank you. And you're not going to be home, are you? I know. But mm. my they sent me this really sweet sweatshirt that says girl dad, so I'm wearing it. Oh, nice. Pretty awesome. Well, how has being a girl dad, I mean, changed you in joyous ways? It's made me way more balanced, which is awesome and difficult and great. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't just, um, you can't just wake up and only care about a single thing. You know, like, 27 you like wait like all everything is music how do i make this song better how do i make this tour better how mm-hmm. do i do this all how do i get this thing to be ready for this radio thing how do I, like that is my singular focus at 38 you just can't, it's impossible 
there's a there's a time for that. Yeah. And you go as hard as you can for that a lot amount of time, and then you let it go and you deal with now, um, you know, sweet sweet things with little yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. I'm happier for sure. So do you find, do you tend, what do you call yourself an extremist then? I mean, so do you go all in? Yeah. You're kind of an all or nothing yeah. type of guy. How do you find balance in that? Uh, well, right now no I'm being forced like, with yeah. the kids. They came out and visited me and it was hilarious. They like didn't sleep at all and it was like the day off. And so yeah. I'm, they forced, which is probably my favorite thing about them, uh-huh. is the imposed balance that just by being in their presence does, which is like truly the best. Um, and then, you know, like I said, like believing that you would be better off if you are more balanced and creating space in your life for therapy and for all these situations where you can like be a more balanced human. I think that that comes from a sense of actually believing that the other way isn't the, isn't the right way. Oh. If I still thought I that like just single focused, go forever, drink a five hour energy anytime you're tired. Like, don't, don't listen you to wish? your body. Like, I wish that's what could happen. If I believe, there was a point where I believed that was it. And that's yeah, also that's like it. a lot of getting your worth from achievement stuff. That mm-hmm. is like, just, the pandemic gave us all a big yeah. pause. Yeah, I was like, when did you feel that you had some perspective on that? The pandemic really paused everything and gave a little perspective on what is the be- what is success? Let's get clear on what, what we think success is. Ooh, has that for a lot of different people. Yeah. Has that definition changed for you? Yeah, I think so. What is it currently if you... Well, I think it's like a more balanced version of like what happiness is as opposed to just like getting awards. And awards not being like Grammys, just like getting, yeah. achieving, getting, yeah. getting your worth from achievements. There's a place for that and you want to be of service to everyone, but it's, it's got to be deeper, you know. Mm-hmm. You said that was the pandemic the hard pause for you that really opened your eyes to... Like, to perspective on, like, making you... Yeah, I don't think I would have gotten that into therapy if it wasn't for the pandemic. Really? Yeah. I am um, similar. Well, on the opposite side, the pandemic really changed my world for the better. Really? And I started working more, but I loved it more. And I really dove in. And it was, like, the best time in my life. I have a mom who's terminally ill. Oh. So she quarantined with me. And we did like live videos together every oh day. Oh my god! And it was like so much fun. That's so good. It was great, but I feel like I'm going through my hard pause now. And your music speaks to me more than it ever has. Wow. Now, and I'm like, I, you know what? You do gotta go through it. And but once you go through the pause, like, I heard you recently talking to somebody else about finding motivation after you conquer some of your like internal t- turmoil. It's terrifying. Yeah. Right. So, like, what do you? It's terrifying. You're worried like, whoa, okay, so self-love means, self-love and the word joy, Mm -hmm. which I think are super tied together, means gladness not based on circumstance. So then as someone who's a high achiever, you're like, if I'm happy without thousands of people screaming, Mm -hmm. what is it that is going to like make me go get those people? And I think that you can still find a way that is more balanced to do that. Do you know what is... To not need it. What is to your... be a, a, a thing. I know. No, I mean... <laughs> like, if I don't have it, I don't know who I am. I, There's yeah. got to be a better way to, the, in life than that. Right? Well, I feel like we all are... Is that what we're striving for? The freedom from that? But then you get there and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah. Like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do now? I think I'm... You still want it. Just you don't need it. Is it's that like, where you are now? I, yeah. 
like this is gonna be great tonight. I'm we super excited. We got sold out. Congratulations, by the way. I'm super excited. It's we... gonna be awesome. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. If something happens and uh, there's a thunderstorm and the whole thing breaks, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> That's great. But I'm excited. We do It doesn't love diminish you. that I want to go do it and there's fans that are coming and they have stories of my music and oh my God, it's the best ever. Um, but I'm less and less like, if that doesn't happen, I don't know who I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like feel it? Like, <laughs> like yeah. get a rush like I used to admittingly, admittingly get like a rush and feel a sense of importance from getting a lot of likes on stuff as people do and a lot, totally. of, a lot of views on stuff and now I don't anymore and I feel like my work performance is failing. Or like your performance is I'm not failing, but I'm like, ah, I don't really know if I'm trying as hard because I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I know. You know what I mean? I but know. this is what I'll say. I think so that, like, that how is did the, you change it? I don't know. I'm just we're coming up with this on the fly. I think that there is a version where you are less out of need and more out of just what you love or what you want to do. Yeah. And then there's a path that's not as like grinding and people will still love it as much. It's a slow climb. And you might yeah. get as many or more likes that way. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that. I mean, I do too. My favorite uh, quote on authenticity is from Brene Brown, and she says that authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who you think you're supposed to be oh, God, and I embracing her. who you are. Daily practice. <sighs> letting go of who you think you're supposed to be and embracing who you are and where you're at. Do you ever have moments where you can feel yourself like maybe turning into something or having starting to feel a certain way throughout the day of like whether you're creating or on social media or whatnot you can like feel it and then you're like okay no 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 step back everything's fine yeah like do you have coping mechanisms through there that you're Um, through you you mean feel like the the desire to try to be something yeah I guess so yeah Yeah. well like I'm speaking from my experience like I have a hard time falling asleep like I have to like make myself I can like feel it like in my fingertips. I'm like, no, like just relax. I'm like, no, but it's so much to do. I'm so excited. About I'm so tomorrow. excited. Oh my god. I'm so excited to do all these things. And I'm yeah, like, no, 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 relax. Relax, yeah, yeah. relax, relax. But do you ever have moments like that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. Turn it. I when I'm at my best, it's like if I can get up and which I didn't do today, and and like read something spiritual or meditate a little bit or find my center. Mm-hmm. That helps me to then go out. Oh, I saw you were into cold plunging for a while. Yes. Are you still into that now? Oh my God, I you love that. crazy there's man. No, there's nowhere to do it. I need to bring a cold plunge on my bus. Oh my gosh. But that is awesome for that exact reason. Yes. You can't think of anything. The only thing you can think of is like, oh my God, it's so cold. It is such a And reset. that is like a very centering. I would actually say my prayers uh, during quarantine. I would go jump in the pool and it was freezing. And I would say my prayer because that was the only thing I could think of, and it was like this way of centering in a really sweet way. Plus, it feels incredible. Have you done yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yes, but not in like a, the, I don't, yes, at like hot springs and stuff like okay. that. You I was know? doing so, it every like, morning. Yeah, no, like that. For like and then, two no, no, months, no, no, no. yeah. But that was when I was, I was like pretty depressed, so it was like helpful. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like, was it hard to be depressed and still be a dad at the same time? Yeah. It's hard to be depressed and do anything, I think. Yeah, it's so true. You know? And I know that people are way more depressed than I've been, but it was just, it was weird to be depressed and going back to authenticity and mm-hmm. feel like the happy guy is not allowed to be depressed. Not that anyone else is saying that, it's just me imposing that upon myself. I feel, you know? I feel that yeah. for sure. And does it make you question your art when you're... No, it doesn't make me question my art, it just makes me like, every time that I talk about being depressed, everybody's like, oh my god, that's so nice to hear from you. Mm. So it's not the world, it's just me. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, get it, like, so on your Art of Joy toy, is it hard for you 
touring and being away from your family and the family the stuff is definitely hard right now. The the the, the mix of the COVID is the, like the most annoying. It's like, are you bubbled? Are you not bubbled? What the hell's going on? Can you bring your family? Like yeah. that, it's already a, a lot yeah. to bring a traveling circus to every town. <laughs> when you throw on that mix, it, it does sometimes just go like, oh my God, this is insanity. Uh, but in general, it's totally worth what's going to happen tonight. Have you thought about like expanding or not? Because like, your shows aren't just, you're not just going to see a band. You're, it's an experience. Yeah. You know, have you thought about expanding more into, I don't know, like, you going to write a book? You gonna yeah, do, maybe, you know, this is, this stories? one has the most uh, poetry. Like, I'll do a bunch of spoken word poetry tonight. In between, oh, cool. In between songs yeah. and mixing it with the band and it's like super fun. So I think you just continually have to figure out why, what the edge is and why you're riding some sort of an edge to keep it interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't think to just come play all the songs that you used to. Like, unless there's new music, unless there's new things that are actually inspiring and happening, mm -hmm. then I think this would get, might get old. Well, have you seen that in other artists? What are some of your favorite people to see? Um, if you can say. I don't Favorite? It's been a long quarantine without shows. But I would say the last show I saw that, like, blew my face off. Who was it? Have you seen Coldplay? Only once. It's like such a basic answer, but God, yeah, it's so But they're so, so great. Good. That's why cliches it's, exist. It's, I not know. That, not that they are cliche. I'm saying in I general. I mean, I'm a bad fan because I'm like, this is what I do. Put your hands up. I'm like, I'm probably not going to put my hands up. But <laughs> Coldplay. No, you have a totally different perspective, Coldplay though. fully got me. I was yeah. like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll mm -hmm. scream all the O's, everything. Um, I can say I've seen, um, I saw Ray LaMontagne. And, was like, he good? This is like 2004, yep. in the height, you know? And um, yes, he was, whatever tour it was, the album that he had like written, whatever, um, he didn't speak at all in between songs. Maybe a little like cute little joke here and there, but the lights would go out in between each song. And I started crying. His first, it was like a pitch black, pitch Isn't black. It, so cool? it like hit me and I was like, I have no idea why I'm crying. I don't even like this song that much. It's impressive that he's, Everybody gets to decide what it is they want to present to you. And he's like, I don't want to talk. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, We're going to go here. And that is a really bold, cool move of an artist. Yeah. To take you where they want to take you, you know? Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to do that as an artist. Anyway. It was, I mean, I guess everybody paid attention. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, we, we just Not went and saw uh, Paul McCartney, and that was pretty cool. How was that? Really, really sweet. Just a number of songs. As a songwriter, it's like, what? A, you're insane. I know, so what is your songwriting process like? Are you like a lyrics guy? Yeah, I'm lyric and melody, and uh, I mean, I chords as well, but that's really what I love. It's, a, it's mostly, I spend a lot of my time on the lyric to make sure that it hits right. That's why like the poetry to me is like soloing. The, yeah. You're not gonna see me solo on a guitar or piano tonight, which is not gonna happen. I'm not gonna be like, that's not what I do. My thing is like always been words, Yeah. and then how do we make those hit you? In certain ways. Yeah. I feel like I'm a lyric gal too, although the beat will like stop me in my tracks. Yeah. But the songs that I really like, it's like my sub subconscious knows. The songs that I really like always have really crazy deep lyrics. Yeah. And then you don't know why you like them until it takes me a while. I need some like to step away from it and come back. I'm like, oh, it don't make sense. Now. Oh, I got another it. Another one. Yes, yes, and yes. And it's another one. Um, so going towards the rest of your tour, do you have anything like in particular on this one that you're doing differently? 
Um, what are we doing differently? This this one's really fun because the horns. This is the first. Mm-hmm. It used to be backup singers, which brought a whole flair, and now it's a. Uh, it's the horn section, which makes me so happy. Hey. Just lets you do different things. It's like a whole, it's like a video game where you get new weapons. You guys figure it out. So some of the cover, like there's a cover in there that's, I love this Louis Prima song. Um, yeah, it's, it's really fun. The, the horns are, I knew that I wanted to write songs about joy and have horns. And, and here we are. Oh, wow. It's pretty amazing. Have you ever, has anybody ever compared, I'm sure this has happened. But it's kind of like a religious experience seeing you. Sure. A little bit. Do yeah. Like, does that make you feel uncomfortable? No. Okay. I think I'm singing about the soul in a yeah. very non. Um, Godway by Godway. Yeah. I'm not, not to use at that all word. Pushing anything on anyone. Yes. Zero percent. Mm-hmm. I'm literally just like, <clears throat> I do believe we all have a soul, so come, let's sing about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was wondering because you weren't raised in the church at all, really, or anything strong like that. But I get a lot of that. I was raised a Baha'i. The thing. Oh, you were raised in that? Yeah. Okay, was it was it more of a, what was your childhood like within it then? Yeah, so the Baha'i faith is a world religion, and it's based on the unity of religions. The idea that there's one God, and all the religions uh, in succession have been from the same God. So it's kind of a cool yeah, way to grow up. Yeah, so like, Same team, same team. <laughs> um, yeah, same yeah. Um, Where, have you ever seen Bill Maher documentary called Religious? Yeah. Do you love it? Does it kind of speak to your religion then? Um, no, because I think that one is that there's no religion. Right? Is that what it is? But 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 then in the essence of there's a religion, then they're all the same religion, All right? the same. Well, I think his take is like there's no, uh, that it's all just like a big hoax, right? Ah, it has been a while since I've seen it. Yes. But I just remember that I And I think it. similarly... I guess we could that it, the Baha'i take is in progressive revelation that they all have bled into each other on purpose. Mm. Yeah. And then did your mom? So if you look at like Judaism and Christianity, one thing except very different. Yes. But in yes. one way of looking at it, yeah. one thing, kind of like that. Yeah. But with all of them. Um, it makes me want to like talk to you about how do you feel about all those LA cults then that are out? In- LA cults. Mm-hmm. Not cool. I, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, but <laughs> not cool. You don't know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah. well, we'll go back to that. Um, so was your mom really into it when growing up? Is it yeah, both parents. They met you? as Baha'is, yeah. Um, so I love, we've talked to, I've talked to you before about Lee and her, like, yes. and standing in, you know? Um, what can you, what would you say, because Father's Day is coming up, and like, for instance, I have, I know I have like families and friends who they don't have their father anymore or whatnot, mm. and they have a special people have come in, but like special men or women, and do you have any advice to give them as the son coming into that, as um, a child? One more time. Say that again. It's like in your situation? Yeah. Um, do you have any advice to give family members? People oh. who are going through that same situation now. Who are like filling the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a cool quote, because we were just talking about religion, is the essence of faith is fewness of words and abundance of deeds. Wow. I'd say that. Okay. The essence of coming in to be a dad Mm. is fewness of don't talk about it, just do it. Yeah. And that'll, that'll, Mm. like you can't go wrong. So I heard that you, for your birthday, did like a fundraiser with, when was this? I heard it on your podcast. Are you going to bring that back, by the way? Podcast? Uh-huh. Oh, man, there's so many things right now. Yes, probably, eventually. I don't know when. <laughs> yeah. Put it, on, put it on my tab. But you like threw a party um, or you did some sort of um, charity event with the homeless in LA for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, how did that go? And I'm going to steal that. So Do it. It's awesome. I'm like so excited about it. I heard that then I was like, ah, I'm totally doing oh, that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 
you know, well, we just did something. I would say the, it, it, it's definitely a very interesting and awesome thing to do. And there's a lot of ways to learn how to do it. Like, uh, it's just more complex than I expected. And, and it's really good to learn how to do it. Okay. Because if you, if you just want to show up and be of service to a community, yeah. that's cool. But a lot, what I heard, what I learned was like, you don't want to just do, do a drive-by arting. Oh, yeah, no, there'll be like no pictures or anything. I know, like, I know. You know but there's like a lot to learn and how to actually yeah. be helpful that I was grateful for. So I would, I would say a thousand percent do it and then go in with your eyes wide open that you have a ton to learn. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you feel that you're giving back at your shows every day? Yeah. You do? You feel totally. Like, oh, rad. Totally. Okay, cool. Because I feel like sometimes when you spread joy for that's just what you do. You're like, I'm not really like viscerally feeling that I'm helping. Anybody. Oh, no, that's but you the best. are helping so many people. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people. So I posted this on my Instagram that I was coming here today and whatever. And so many random people, like so many grown men are like, I love his music so uh. much. Ask him this. I'm like, what? My like barbaric friends from the mountains. I'm like, hell oh, no, I have my no goodness. idea. To be, to be in, in um, dialogue with art is just the dream of an artist. And it's the hardest part. Right, like you're a comedian, to do something with that you've written or come up with, and then have it land is like euphoria. And the problem is, it, it takes a lot of time to get to that place. For the most part, it doesn't work. I street performed for four years, and like most of the time, it just doesn't work. You? You're so, so you're like so desperately good. trying to go like, I would love to add to society and help in this artistic way. And for the majority of people, it's like, nah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> You keep, uh, keep that to yourself. That's not what we need right now. Yeah, Until it gets heart. to a place where it like pierces the heart and everybody goes like, oh my God, thank you so much. This is, and then you're like, and, and as the public or, or someone that gets hit and pierced, we don't even know what to do with it. We're like, whoa, what is that? That's amazing. And then the next thing is like, you're amazing. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> The thing that I've been working on for a decade yeah. <laughs> is amazing. But it's, it's so easy to go words. like, you're a magician. This is unbelievable. It's like, sure. I've been really honing this thing very specifically for the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I think it's for people to understand. Um, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be an, um, a musician or whatnot. But when you work so hard... And then, do you ever not like if I do something that people really like? I don't want anybody to talk to me about it. Like I don't want to. I don't want my pictures. Like I don't want to. I just want it to land and for people to smile and then to like walk away. You don't want to talk about it? No, not really. No. Why? No, no, no. I don't know. It's my thing. I I guess I always thought I was like an extrovert, but when it comes to like being like in the front and center and everything, like I don't really want that. I just want my stuff to work. And, and then, then just like yeah. That's interesting. You know, I'm like maybe it's not. So when you were younger, so I just find this crazy. So when you were younger and like, I asked, I started off with this, but like when you were younger and thinking of like, I'm going to write all these inspirational songs that are going to come from my deep pain and I'm going to change lives. Is that like legit what you thought no. and like wanted to do? No. Seinfeld, or do you just, just want to be Seinfeld talks about like, uh, dirty jokes didn't work for me. So mm. you'd go up on stage, you'd say a dirty joke, it doesn't work. I'm going with like, so he's like, it's not that I'm trying to be pure. I just like, they don't work. Yeah. So I'm going with what works with, with, with me. 
And how, like, your artist's evolution, have there been some, and, like, what do you think, if you could describe a little bit, your roller coaster, if there's... I think the roller coaster is just a continual journey of, it takes so much courage to just be yourself. The courage to create. Good Lord. To be, you know, the keep your head up, don't give up on me inspirational guy. I'm, like, a little bit, it's funny, because sometimes there, I do have a cynicism about mm-hmm. me because I'm in on the joke. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. Right? Yes. Like I get what you will think of this and I'm worried about it. So then if I if I have that in me, then it just takes immense courage to be like, I don't fucking care. Yo, you gotta really let go. I don't care. I think it does better that like if three of you think I'm cheesy, but two of you get hit so hard that you feel the need to tattoo it on your forearm. I care more about you guys. And then, and also, how does it make you feel, though? And then it's the deep self-work to be like, uh, just be courageous. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. You gotta go out and just be yourself. And the more that you do that, you give other people permission to just be themselves. And uh, that's hard work. And it's, and again, it's funny, because I am, the more deep work that I'm doing, I'm like, oh, I'm cynical. Like, I have yeah. a cynicism to me that is very interesting because, you know, my, my album was called Naive mm-hmm. before this album, which is kind of a fuck you <laughs> to a lot of, to, to the public. Yeah. It's like, what, yeah, you want to call me naive for being uplifting? What's the other option? I don't care. Call me naive. I'm going to keep making these songs. Yeah. Did you know, I, because your songs are so uplifting, I feel like you have to counteract that or the human psyche does with like darkness. Yeah. You know, do you feel, do you like, is that true for you? Like a lot? I know you talk well, about it. It doesn't have to be, it's, it's just that you don't want, um, without that, it sounds ungrounded because the world is really hard. Yeah. And things aren't going great and it's really difficult. But things so are going it's just your perspective. Exactly, it's your perspective. But what you don't want is you don't want, like I could understand someone being like, don't lie to me. Mm hmm. I don't tell me that everything's great. Just yeah. it's just great. Like don't lie. I don't want to be manipulated. So it's about how do you find the balance of getting to reality, a grounded optimism, and then still being like, things are hard, but it's Tuesday, so what are we gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like let's try to be up, you know? Going back to your whole thing of um you're like your album naive and like being in on the whole joke, do you I feel like you, I don't know if that is, do you feel like it's cynicism or you're just like kind of a fuck you a little bit of like, well, yeah, I'm going to beat you at the thing. Or yeah, like it. it's, it's a, it's a rebelliousness to, uh, to the, to how hard it is to be here on earth sometimes. Yeah. Just a, it, like a rebellious, like I'm going to smile anyway. That's your rebellion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? No, oh, that's a really beautiful Well, thing. some people, like I think that, and, and I think it's all needed. I like to say, like, tonight we're going to be here. There's a certain type of people that are usually my fan that comes. Mm-hmm. Somewhere else there's going to be, like, people that are all dressed in black screaming. And that's great, too. Like, you need it all. But what we definitely don't need, what can't happen is that people are not courageous enough to be themselves so that, that all those things are possible. 
Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. If you're too worried about trying to fit into something, then you don't even get to bring what it is you, you have to bring. Well, so in that same vein, then, um, so social media is now going in reverse, and it's all about being the more real you can be now yeah. or whatnot. How do you feel about the evolution of that, though? I mean, that, that can be a really long-winded answer. No, it's, it's really, I think, overall good and then a little bit confusing because it can get performative and difficult and strange. And, but I think it's better than not. Mm -hmm. I'd rather choose that. You'd rather choose, wait. What do you I'd mean? rather choose everybody just trying to be themselves, even though that's muddy and messy. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I'd still rather whatever that garbage dumpster fire is than uh, pretend. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. When you were in your dark moments you speak about during the pandemic, were you posting and creating and trying and being public at the same time? Yeah, that was a lot of like, TikToking and but not but there and more than I usually do sharing where I was at and how mm -hmm. difficult life was. Yeah. Really and yeah. okay, so did you find that freeing? Yeah, I think it's just a dance of like. For like the first time, I mean, I feel it's like terrifying to the average person. I'm like, you're talking about all of this. Wait, what? But that's what's like, cool about like the younger generation is they're super into it. That they're better than than I am. I don't know how old you are, but then we are. We're the same. I'm yeah, the same, same age. Yeah. Yep. they're better at that than we are. Oh my gosh. I mean, They're more so just terrifying. like, this is where I'm at. And that's cool. The world really needs, and the youth needs more people like you saying all of these things because I feel like there is there is more negativity, but there's more support, but there's support of it. Like now so many things are cool, so I feel like so many things that are detrimental to human health and mental health specifically yeah. are cool now. Like it's fine, and you're like, wow, but you're just a kid and you don't understand what's going on. Yeah. So like you just think it's cool on TikTok. But like that's not okay. It's gonna hurt you in the long run, and then. Uh, yes. Does this make sense? Right. It does make sense. There's a lot to unpack there. I would say, <laughs> I still like being in the place of of trying of like having it all on the table, rather than pretending that we're cool. Like the the first phase of social media, I think, was post the picture of yourself having the most fun, mm -hmm. and then make everybody else feel like shit, and that is swinging back in a way that I, I appreciate. Yeah, me too. And in this vein, how do you start your days and what are like some great days for you? Um, when I'm home, I'm usually woken up by my little girl, which mm -hmm. is amazing. And when I'm on the road, uh, if I can wake up and listen to something or read something or meditate, that's usually the best start. Ah, are you a big get journaler? Centered. Yeah, I journal too. Yeah. Just too. get clear. Like, like clean house, like a clean head is kind of like a clean room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what podcast do you listen to to clear your head in the morning? Well, so there's, it's either reading Baha'i things. Mm -hmm. um, there's this guy Thich Nhat Hanh who's so good. Oh my God, I love you him. Love you know Thich the book True, True Love? So Give good. it to everyone you've ever had. Is it time um, to go? Oh, it's okay. It's time to go. Um, and, and then, yeah, just like really oh, open to finding different spiritual teachers to like, go deeper, zoom out a little bit on why we're here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you. This Lovely has been chatting great. with you.